The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Today's Blitz Rewind starts now. The dumbest thing the Texans could do is dig in their heels on this. So, guess what they'll probably do? Why is that the dumbest thing they could do? Because, I mean, if... The guy isn't going to play here, and if he is going to sit out, then why even mess with it? I'll tell you why. I'd rather them do that than trade him away for less than what he's worth. No, I want... I'd rather him sit and not play a single down for the Texans and sit the whole year out than trade him away to a contender and not get market value for him. What I would have thought was, well, this Rockets team, they're not going to make the playoffs, and I was perfectly fine with that. I was perfectly fine to start building this thing again. Maybe they are a playoff team. The one thing I can say about this team that I haven't been able to say for a long time is I kind of like watching them play. Yep. Like, I, I turn on the TV and I see it, and I'm like, oh, I can stick with this for a little while. I don't really have false hope about it either. I don't have that, uh... No. Oh, man, if they just... Because I have no expectations. Yeah, if... Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on the Blitz. Hour number three. 713-780. ESPN's your number. 713-780-3776. You can also get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. Send a message. Aaron will read it. There's Twitter at Fred Fowler. If you are... At AJ is the real, at Aaron is blitzed, at Degenerates975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. You can watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN975. Missed the first two hours. Lots of good stuff. Uh, real quickly, uh, I did give out a hockey play earlier, earlier in the show. If you missed it, under on the St. Louis game, under on the Anaheim game. They both should be five and a half. If it gets to five, don't touch them. Somebody wants to know how long is the fundraiser. Uh, I believe it says on the thing, I think it goes until like February 22nd or okay. something like that. Okay. So yeah, that's on AJ's Twitter. You can go check that out. And somebody asked, how the hell are y'all on radio? I really don't now, know. That's a good question. I mean, that's a sir. terrific question. It's a really technical thing between a satellite here. There's a satellite at the tower. It gets coded. It gets decoded at the tower and then goes up through an actual terminal and he gets sent out through airwaves. There you go. Thank you, Aaron, for the technical hmm. explanation. And thanks to AR Platinum, who donated to the uh, the nice. Hearts fundraiser. Nice. Over 400 bucks today, you guys. Look at you guys. That's pretty good. Yeah. Am I the only one in a, a like, when I'm watching a, a, a basketball game, and this is specific to basketball, and I guess particularly it's specific to basketball when I have a wager on the game, when... The guy misses a free throw. I feel like the high, like the especially in COVID times, this is a good time to get rid of it. Like, stop the hand slapping when you miss. Oh, a free please, throw. please! I've always hated that. And honestly, if I were if I were a, a basketball player and I made a free throw, I wouldn't want to step off the spot where I was standing and go slap hands with everybody. I'd want to stay right where I was and stay in a rhythm. Let's do away with hand slapping after made and missed free throws. That should be the, that should have been the first thing to go during COVID. I you mean, imagine think. that they got these coaches wearing masks. You got like when you sit on the sideline, you've got to have a mask. Like somehow on the sideline, you're more at risk than when you're playing. 
Yeah, like, I, I don't get it. Let's let's do that. Let's get let's get rid of that and like maybe kind of like the uh, the NLDH. Maybe it just sticks around permanently. You know, like let's just, let's take that chance to say no more slapping hands on free throws. Period. This is part of your presidential. Platform. This is part of it. Yeah, I want to get rid of this because there's nothing that pisses me off more <laughs> when I'm trying to get a four point spread cover and. My team's at the free throw line because they got fouled and they're missing free throws and his boys are coming up slapping his hands like he did something right. Bro, you missed a free throw, an important free throw when we're trying to cover a spread. Let's get rid of it. So this really just comes back to your gambling. No, this is a real thing about... So you have Mar- you have Marquette minus six. Is that the minus thing? four? Or minus four. Okay. Well, now you're up by five. So there. Well, yeah, but if he miss a free throw, well, if he missed that first free throw, they'd be up by four, and everybody would slap his hand. <laughs> I mean, they did even when he made it. Right. So why? What's the point of a hand slap if you do it whether they make it or miss it? You know what I mean? Can anyone who's like played basketball at a competitive level, like above high school, tell me why that's a thing? I don't like it. I want to get rid of it. Well, you just got away with a foul there, so you should be fine. Uh, that was not a foul. <laughs> oh, yes, it was. It was clear. And that, like, let's also get rid of the big man holding on to the ball when he gets the Like, get it to a, a free throw shooter, bro. Like, don't just stand there and whip your arms around until they call a foul. Get it to someone who can shoot free throws. And Thank you. Thank you for listening to this TED Talk. <laughs> Flea, there will be no Hoffman Fowler ticket in 2024. <laughs> I am not aligned with the views of A.J. Hoffman. Yeah, when we it comes don't. To we politics. Don't, we're not compatible. No, no. Oh, see what it was. And I, I would have to get so, top billing anyway. So that that's you know, sorry. Uh, you know what we have? Um, Aaron has our predictions from before football season. <laughs> do we want to oh. do them now, or do we want to wait till Monday? No, let's we'll do. Well, let's do them now. Yeah, let's let's do them next segment. Oh God, I know this is going to be terrible. It's going to be brutal. Let me print out copies for y'all so you can go through and look at. Just the carnage that oh, this, this is, is. going to be beautiful. Okay, well, I, I'm for this. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, anything that you know, since since we don't know why we're on radio, anything that we can do to maybe show that we don't belong, I think is. Perfect. I don't understand what that means. Why are we on radio? What's that like? Did we say How something? How are we on radio? Or, yeah, did we say something? That well, was like all a, I know it was in response to me listing off all the things that we're against. So obviously, this person is pro pedophile. Okay, that's. That's obviously what it is. Well, I'm not worried about his listenership then, if that's the case. Yeah. See, I'm I'm sorry that I'm anti-pedo. No, I'm, I'm not. not sorry. I'm proud of it. In fact, I will wear a shirt that says anti-pedo. I hate him. I want him murdered. I want no, not murdered. Executed is better. A better way to say assassinated. It. Yeah. Because assassination is pretty cool. But assassination would insinuate that they're important. That's true. That's and true. that's only rich and powerful pedos. Yeah, like you don't like any pedos, and no, I don't like any pedos, uh, even the rich ones. But you know, if they can, they can get away with it, though, right? Because they are rich. Like Epstein got away with it for how long? <laughs> well, until he committed suicide. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. So did he really get away with it? I don't know. I don't know. It depends on where he is in Mexico. Maybe he's got another island that we don't know about. But, I mean, it's it's okay. 
to ask questions like that. But, yeah, it, it probably means you're a pedophile, sir, or ma'am. You could be a ma'am. I don't want to judge. But, I, you know, I don't, I don't know why we're on radio. I don't either. We're just somebody. We get paid every two weeks. We come in here. We make wait, fun you, of wait, stuff. Wait, you get paid for this? A little bit. Not a lot. Barely. But, uh, no. Look what's happening now. Uh-oh. Yep. Did they hit a three? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's 18 seconds left in basketball. No, it's just the whole point. This okay. all goes back to the hand slapping. Well, and that that time, you're, the other guys got away with a foul while the ball was in the air. There's a lot of cheating going on in this game, I must tell you. Eh. Who had the most embarrassing? Is me or or Fred? Or you? Uh, not me, because so I'll, exp- I'll probably explain this a little bit more in detail next segment. But of all our predictions, we get one point per. <laughs> uh, basically, if Kansas City wins on Sunday, there's no way y'all can touch me. Okay, so you unless have the best. we're gonna really weigh the NFL like the individual awards that go out on the NFL honors on Saturday, and then one of the two of y'all would have to Sweet. steamroll it. Okay. Well, I'm pretty so, sure I can't because I I be, I believe my preseason MVP pick was not uh he's not a he's not a finalist. No, but maybe coach of the year. Okay. All right. Well, we'll, we'll not, talk about it in the, yeah. in the next segment. I'm excited to see this. Yeah, I'm kind of curious cuz I I I remember what my Super Bowl picks were and one of them was dead week 2 basically. One and, of mine was. And the other one died three. last week, right? Yeah, the other one made it to the conference finals at least. It's pretty good. But uh, I mean, I Honestly, if I were just picking what, what the chalk would be, I would have taken Chiefs and Saints before the season. It, but I didn't want to pick chalk. I wanted to, I wanted to be different because on the 1% chance I was right, oh, I was going to look like a genius. Yeah. Kneel before Zod. Instead, um, Zod's getting his ass kicked. All right. quick. Break. Zod's dead, baby. <laughs> it's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. Is the Blitz. The Blitz. ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Real fun sports. Listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5 and on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Fred Fowler and AJ Hoffman, and we're back on the Blitz. And uh, we were going over these. I think all of us have at least one really embarrassing pick, which is awesome. It's the way it should be. Yeah, I think Aaron has some of the most embarrassing ones, but that's okay. So, how do we want to do this? Well, let's just go. Uh, let's go division by division and say what who we had winning what. Okay. Um, the NFC North. The results were Green Bay, Chicago, Minnesota, Detroit. Only Aaron picked Green Bay. Uh, you and I both picked Minnesota, who finished third. We mm. all correctly picked the Lions to finish last. Yes. So there's something to ding, be said ding, for ding, that. ding, ding. Very good. Uh, NFC East. 
You and Aaron both picked Dallas to win the NFC East. Mm. I picked Philly to win the NFC East. And yeah. and the football team, the, the one that actually won it, we all picked to finish last. That of course, they were all out. separated by like one or two games, and they all sucked. So. We also didn't all see the NFC East becoming a complete no, dumpster no. fire. We did all correctly pick the NFC South, the Saints, to win the division. However, we all incorrectly picked Atlanta to be second place and win the wild card. Not so good. Mm. Uh, NFC West, I, I picked the stupid 49ers. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know what I was thinking. And we all picked the Rams to finish last in the division. Like, I, I, Yeah, I, I don't know why I picked them below Arizona. I, I don't still know was, either. I don't know why I was a believer in Arizona. These were the teams that we I, picked. I did have Seahawks to win the division. Though. This is who we picked to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. Fred picked... The Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, that was the one that was dead week two. I picked the Philadelphia Eagles. You were, well, at least you made it to week 16 with a chance to make the playoffs. That's, that's true. Aaron picked the Dallas Cowboys. That's probably the most embarrassing pick. This is pretty bad. Yeah. Um, Fred and I both correctly picked that Jacksonville would have the first overall pick. Aaron picked division-winning football team to have the number one overall pick. That was really stupid of you. Uh, let's go to the AFC, where we all picked the Ravens to win the North and the Steelers to come in second. They were flip-flop, but we correctly picked the Browns and Bengals to finish third and fourth. We all picked the Bills to win the AFC East correctly. Uh, Aaron actually picked the exact results. What do they call that when you pick the top four? A superfecta? Yes. Buffalo, Miami, New England, the Jets. Usually pays well. Um, the AFC South. Fred and Aaron both picked the Houston Texans to win the AFC South. Boy, it that seems like forever ago. It didn't work out that way. Um, no. I, I picked the Colts. It also didn't work yeah. out that way. So none of us got it right. But your but pick was less sucky It than was ours. less embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, we all picked the Chiefs to win the, uh, the AFC West and the Raiders to come in second. That came through. Um, Fred's AFC champion, so close, the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I, I went for, yeah, you know, I, I went for the shock value with Buffalo and Minnesota. And, and you, we all had the AFC winning the Super Bowl. So you had the the Bills winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. I had the Ravens winning the AFC and the Super Bowl. Aaron had the Chiefs winning the AFC and the Super Bowl. He really went out on a limb there. Yeah. Pick the chalk. I, I guess when you pick Dallas in the NFC, you gotta, yeah. you know, you gotta follow it up with some chalk. Who knows what would have happened had Dak not had an, the ankle of a? They wouldn't have. Team. They wouldn't have been in the Super Bowl. I can guarantee you that. I mean, probably not. They sucked even when they had him. Yeah. Um, uh, all right. Let's 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 do these season award proje- uh, predictions that we had. <laughs> let's let's go over there. Those Fred. Pick, for the MVP of the league, Fred picked Russell Wilson, and about week five, he was a heavy favorite. Oh yeah, I was I was leading the field. But that fell apart, yeah. and now that that that, that pick isn't going to work. Make sure you mention your picker. I, I no, I'm going to do Aaron's next. That's <laughs> it's called build up, Fred. Uh, he picked Josh Allen, who will probably finish third in the voting if I had to guess. Yeah, he'll be behind Rodgers and Mahomes, so not a bad choice. I picked Carson Wentz. <laughs> who got who got benched mid season for a rookie? This might be this might be the worst pick on the entire thing. It's pretty close. 
My Carson Wentz MVP pick? Yeah. I, it's I, up there. I certainly. think that's probably worse than my Vikings in the Super Bowl pick. Uh, well, Fred, you and I picked uh, Sean McDermott oh. to win coach of the year. Uh, you know what? Uh, I, I take back what I just said about Carson Wentz. Aaron's coach of the year is, is almost equal to, to my MVP pick. Aaron picked... Mike McCarthy to be coach of the year. If you had the Cowboys in the Super Bowl, That's it makes some sense. That's what I was going with. I mean, I had the Eagles in the Super Bowl, so it makes some sense. I was sticking to my guns there. But hey, McDermott, that that was a pretty good pick, as it turned out. Offensive player of the year, Fred takes Russell Wilson. I took Mahomes. Aaron took Lamar Jackson. I feel like I'm the closest to winning that. I don't think I'm going to win it, but I think I'm the closest. Defensive player of the year, Miles Garrett for Fred. Tredavious White for me. TJ Watt for Aaron. I think Aaron, might. you may win that one. Or at least be in the conversation. Yeah. I, none of those were bad picks, though. Uh, Fred and Aaron both picked Clyde Edwards-Hilaire to win the uh, the Offensive Rookie of the Year. I picked Henry Ruggs. None of us are going to be right. No, it's going to be Justin Herbert. But if if he had stayed healthy, Hilaire was in that mix. I, I still think Herbert, with what he did, would have won it. As a quarterback, yeah. 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 But yeah. Edwards-Hilaire was a, was a good choice. He, I think he was also the favorite. Um. Jordan Brooks for Fred, defensive rookie of the year. Patrick Queen for me. Isaiah Simmons for Aaron. I don't know that any of us are going to win that either. No. I mean. And comeback player of the year. Fred took Cam. I took A.J. Green. Aaron took Ben Roethlisberger. Which also gives us one of the best pieces of audio from this entire thing that we do every year. Uh Uh-huh. Comeback player of the year. A.J. Green. Well, that's a good pick. Um... I'll, I'll, I, I can tell you who it won't be. It ain't going to be Tom Brady <laughs> or Gronk. Well, uh, I, do you think is, is it going to be Tom Brady? Is he? Uh, I, I don't know how he's coming back. I, I don't think. He was, I mean, he was there last year. I think it, I, it should be Stephon Diggs. I don't know. He had. A, he still was pretty good the year before. It's got to be somebody who was hurt. I think he missed like nine plus games last year. Could, Maybe what, I'm wrong. What about Will? No, no, no. That. Uh, what about Brandon Cook? No. Mm. I don't even know who's up for that now. I don't either. Is that even a real award? No, I was wrong. Stefan Diggs played 14 games, yeah. 15 games last year. I thought he was hurt. He just yeah. sucked. Um, He doubled his receptions this year. <laughs> okay, so here's... According to this... Alex Smith's probably going to win it. Yep. According to this, yeah. That's stupid. That dude almost died. But my pick is right. the second best odds, apparently. But he didn't play very yeah, well. Yeah, Roethlisberger's second on the list. I guess we're looking at the same list. Newton third. Uh, about Newton being in there. I think I'd vote for Big Ben. Yeah. I don't mind that. Yeah, it says, like, the odds I'm looking at says Alex Smith minus 5,000. Yeah, it's, it's going to be him because he almost died. And then he limped right. out there. His leg did almost fall off. Yeah, and it's... Is Admiral Pendragon said Pendragon says Alex Smith just for the story. You know yeah, what? That's I'll, the thing. I'll allow yeah, that. Tyler just texted us saying that too. I'll allow that because Alex Smith came back and won some games late in the season. Like when he got on the field for like a couple plays and was didn't do anything worth a damn. And they were saying, well, he's locked up player of the comeback player of the year just by getting on the field. I didn't like that, but he did come back and win some games late in the season. So I'll allow it. All right. As it currently sits. AJ, you have nine points. Fred, you have 11, and I have 15. Wait, wait, wait. How's this point system work? 
I haven't gone off the players yet. Just I didn't know there was the a actual... point system. To yeah, be well, I thought sorry. we only did Actually, this to add make fun one of to each other. Too. AJ, you've got ten. Fred, you've got twelve because y'all have uh, Jacksonville with the first pick. I forgot to add that in there. Uh, but just off of actual, every team you picked, you get one point. Well, he invented this scoring system. Yeah. We don't have to. We don't have to. Yeah, agree you know what? This. I'm going to come up with my own scoring system that has me in first and AJ in second. Or, I feel like I was the most. I had the most embarrassing stuff, so I'm the winner. So I don't, dude. I don't know. I mean, Vikings in the Super Bowl is pretty embarrassing. Cowboys and Eagles or Cowboys? Dead. Like all of our NFC picks were embarrassing. At least all our AFC teams made the playoffs. Hmm. Something to be said for that. Yeah. So, I picked five out of the six playoff teams. See, that should count for something, too. Like, if you pick the right playoff teams, that should get you points. Yeah, you didn't even pick Tennessee. Weren't there seven playoff teams? Oh, yeah, seven. So, yeah, that was the thing, is that we did this, and it threw everything through a loop because there were extra... Yeah, we didn't know there was... No, we did know there was an extra playoff team. Yeah, but then... But it threw the scoring through. I need to go back and listen and figure out... I picked six out of the seven playoff teams. In the AFC? Yeah. I just picked the I picked the Texans instead of the Titans to win the the seventh wild card. Yeah, I think I had the Texans instead of the Browns. I also had Las Vegas in there. So, I only correctly picked three of the seven in the NFC, though. So not not mm-hmm. as good. Well, but according to Aaron's scoring, I mean, he gets a perfect score for that. It's garbage, garbage <laughs> scores. Yeah, Atlanta let me down. I did have New Orleans, Seattle. Um, not good. Minnesota, not good. I did have Green Bay in the playoffs. There's that. So, oh, well, it's always fun to go back and look at these and, uh, and laugh at ourselves. Yeah. Don't forget all world David Johnson for comeback player. So when next time you ask yourself, how are you on the radio? That's how Bubba. That's how. Yeah, because we're that good. We're that damn good. All right, quick break. Don't go anywhere. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. Warning, warning. You're listening to ESPN 97.5. This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. Still Curtin said, bet for the upcoming season. How many Fire Easterby signs will be at the first home game? Well, first we have to determine how many fans are going to be there. Yeah. Uh, and if Deshaun Watson... take them away at the door. Uh, if Deshaun Watson's not here, they're going to be taking away. Let's say they. Let's say it's half capacity, thirty six thousand fans. There will be thirty four thousand Fire Easterby signs, and two thousand Friends of the McNairs with their "I Love Jack Easterby" signs. Exactly. That's that's the number I'm going with. Guys, you've got my kid up to second place in his school. All right. So well done. Uh, he only trails. A girl named Evangeline. So by like 60, 60 bucks. So we're gonna catch her. Is it Evangeline Proudfoot? Evangeline J. I don't know. Her that's last a very. Name. It could be Evangeline. That's a very J. obscure movie reference. It could there. be a J- Evangeline J. Proudfoot. Hmm. 
or of Angeline Droudfoot. Eh. <laughs> that doesn't quite work. Okay. Is it Proudfoot maybe her middle name? Um, Proudfoot Jones? Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe it's a different Evangeline. I don't know. Well, the reference was to uh, the movie Angel Heart, which was really awful. Okay. Mickey Rourke, Robert De Niro, long time. Uh, uh, it, I think it was like the 80s when it came out. So so what are the odds will be a riot after Watson being Please don't riot. Please don't protest Watson being traded. Just don't go to the damn games. Don't buy the jerseys. Let them feel it in the pocket. Don't burn the jerseys, though. Either, no, no. That's also ridiculous. But, you know, I, I think that's that kind of stuff is silly. And if you're mad, great. Uh, don't buy things. Let them know by not going to the games. There's all kinds of things you can do, but rioting over a quarterback? Come on, guys. <sighs> Shame. Shame. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't mean it won't happen. I mean, some of the things you guys do, burning Matt Schaub jerseys and going to his house and stuff like that, I'm not saying you guys. I mean, I'm in general, right? That, that That's kind of the collective you that I'm referring to all people of Houston, not, not the Blitzers in particular. But that kind of stuff, if you're going to do that, then, yeah, I could see people doing that. Yeah. So... 713-780-ESPN is your number. And Twitch says that's the biggest protest you can do, not show up. Cal would hate that the most. And that's that's what I would tell you to do. If you're really mad enough to not go to – mad enough at this team to show it, then don't – That's the best way to do it. Empty seats, man. Empty seats. Because one dude, Jack Easterby, ain't filling those seats. Yep. But 20,000 fans say, hey, man, bleep this. They'll notice. Now, I don't know if, you know, that that's a problem is they make money. Uh, not dead Zed said McCaffrey or Dak next year's comeback player. I, I can't predict that right now. We, we Look how bad our picks were right before yeah. the season. Give me a few months. We're not good at this. <laughs> no, no. Awful. So, oh boy, seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Um, this guy's texted this like fifty times. Please stop doing that. I saw your text. I it's too long for me to read, but it was uh, basically someone saying that before the Rams tried to trade for Matthew Stafford, they reached out to the Packers. That's been reported. We we heard that, and they said no. They claim they also reached out to the Texans about Deshaun, and at the asking price was Jared Goff, three first-round picks, two second rounds, plus one defensive starter in Ramsey or Donald. Uh, Rams refused that. Of course they did. Yeah, of course they did. Especially when you can go and get Matthew Stafford for... For not giving up Aaron Donald? Yeah. yeah. I, I'll be honest, the difference between a Deshaun Watson and a Matt Stafford isn't an Aaron Donald. Um, You know what? And I'm not doing this right now because I just said I need to see what happens at the start of the year. Depending on where Watson is, could see Stafford having a better season next year. Wouldn't shock me. In that offense, with that coach, yeah. with those players around him, uh, in an organization that, that, I mean, they're probably not done making that team better either. They're pretty good at that. 
Um, I could see him having a better year. They're going to make the Watson people mad. No, I mean, I think especially if he leaves here, no one, like, no one. I don't know if anyone here is like cheering for James Harden to do well in in Brooklyn. Are they? I, I think they're a little different, though. I mean, Harden was disliked by a lot of the fan base. Watson has a small group that doesn't like him, but most Texans fans love the guy, and they think he can do no wrong. Yeah. Uh, and, and up until this whole incident, he's been really likable. Yeah. He really hasn't done anything that you say, eh, not cool, dude. Uh, but now starting, I, I think you're starting to see a little bit. I mean, almost everybody is still pro Deshaun in this, but I do think you're seeing a little bit of a turn here. So. 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. So how many starters do you need for Watson? I think it depends on who you deal with. If you know, if you were going to deal with the Rams, of course you're going to ask for one of the two best players in the league on the defensive side. Um, and if I'm the Rams, I'm not giving it to you. Uh, if, if I... And, you know, the, the Rams weren't afraid to pay a price. No. But that would that defeats the purpose to me. And it's going to take a team, and that's why I keep going back to the Jets. The Jets are dumb enough to basically gut themselves to make that move. And you know, I, I could see them doing the two ones this year, two next year, two twos, and a, and a player like Quinn and Williams, and take on Whitney Merciless's contract and say, okay, yeah, God, we got Deshaun Watson. How great is this? Deshaun gets to be in New York. You know, so good for him. The problem is with those moves – they're going to have to fix that team through free agency because, you know, those are the assets that they need to build that team up enough to be competitive because yep. the Jets are a long way off. And and just adding Deshaun Watson, it maybe takes it from a two-win team to what were the Texans last year? They were a four-win team. Yeah, maybe it does that. And double ask, how many years do you think it takes for the Texans to compete for Banners, AFC South Championships again? I have been... Honest about this all along, I think if they trade him in a deal like that to the Jets, they're back sooner than they are staying put with Deshaun Watson, which sounds ridiculous because Deshaun Watson's their best player. But, and of course, you'd have to get those picks right, which I don't expect them to do because they're the bleeping Texans. Yeah. But if you were able to get back, like let's say you get Darnold back in the deal and, and you give it a try with him and maybe and you use that second pick on one of those stud receivers and then everything else you do is defense and make a couple and if if Darnold comes in and he sucks you you sign you know throw AJ McCarron out there he's functional and you'll be in the mix for another quarterback next year or maybe you get to the Jets second pick later in the draft and somebody you like is slid there and maybe Zach Wilson doesn't go where people think or um who's the other kid that Everybody compares to Josh Allen. I keep blanking on uh, the other quarterback. Trey Lance. Trey Lance, yeah. Yeah, maybe he's sitting there at 20-whatever. I don't think so. Um, yeah, I don't know, though. Just uh, It depends on what other teams need quarterbacks. Yeah. Because you're taking the Jets. Uh, essentially, the Jags are now off the market. Yep. You're taking the Jets off the market if you do this. Um, And then who knows if Kirk Cousins gets traded, for instance. San Francisco is obviously trying to upgrade. Isn't it weird that San Francisco's trying to get Kirk Cousins? Does that not strike anyone else? Like, I guess Kyle Shanahan still loves Kirk Cousins. There's yeah. some, there's something about that. But boy, 
I feel like if you're if you're the Niners and you feel like you're a a, a big quarterback jump away from winning a Super Bowl, that's not a jump, really. Kirk Cousins isn't the answer. Like, Kirk, is Kirk Cousins better than Jimmy Garoppolo? Yes, but is he way better? I don't think so. No, I don't think there's much of a, a difference, frankly. Um, but I I think but now Matt Ryan on that team. To me, the Rams made themselves a Super Bowl contender with this move. The Niners get Matt Ryan. Them too. Yep. And suddenly Seattle with Russell Wilson's the third best team in the division. Let's uh, get one call on real quick. Sean, go. Oh, hello. Hey, I'm, sports. Uh, Sean, I'm a, I'm a big Bears fan, and I was wondering what the Bears would need to give up in order for, uh, for Watson. I don't think the Bears have the assets for it, to be honest. The, the Bears don't have a they don't have a quarterback to trade that the Texans would be interested in, um, and, and they don't have a high enough draft picks. I, I just I don't think the Bears are would even be in contention for it. Yeah, I'd I'd have to go look at their roster. The Bears I think would have to be more players than picks. And again, if you're taking on if you're giving up three of your best defensive players. Is it worth it? Is it really worth it for you? And now, if you're the Bears, sure, you'll give up every pick because those picks will be meaningless. But uh, to me, the only team that has the assets and wouldn't be crippling themselves to make the deal is Miami. Because Miami has a a good team. team. They've got a good team right now. You put Watson on there, that team is a legitimate contender. And they can give up those draft picks because they're pretty well situated with good young players right now. And, and if you're if you're the Texans and get Tua back in the deal, you still got a guy with upside. And if he fails, then okay, next year you look at quarterback yeah. again. But I, uh, I I think that would be the best deal for a team that wants to compete. And if you're the Texans, you know those draft picks next year are going to be not good ones. I'll say this. Uh, the, the one other... Maybe there's two other teams that I would add to that mix that you could maybe say are are a quarterback away from contending only because of where they are, the Giants and the football team. Yeah, I and I could see the Giants having enough to put together a package. And if if you're the Texans, getting Daniel Jones back is it's not it's not without upside. Yeah, the football team doesn't really have a quarterback to give back. That's a problem. Yeah. Like the football team, you would have to use their pick on a quarterback. Eh. And I'm not crazy about anything in this draft uh, besides Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, but I I mean, I think there's clearly a drop-off in potential there. But that doesn't mean those guys can't play. It's just I think it's pretty obvious that you've got one guy that's head and shoulders above everybody else. Hey, a couple more shout-outs. Joel Munt, who uh, donated to my son's uh, heart heart fundraiser and then alfonso padron the new leader in the clubhouse biggest donation uh thank you alfonso appreciate it now holden now leads the school so suck on that evangeline all righty we're gonna take a I guess quick I break say that to third graders no you probably shouldn't say that all to right third well in your face evangeline no you probably shouldn't do that either can i do like a Fortnite dance on her I don't know any Fortnite dances, but if I did, I would just, do it. Just do a laughing emoji at her. How's that? L-O-L, Evangeline. Quick break. It is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5.
You're listening to The Blitz. Lock and load, boys. On ESPN 97.5. You're listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. Last segment of the day. Can you believe that? Damn. Um. All right, so let's do a little Hey Man Bleep That. I am going to once again... Discuss my friends at USA Today. Oh boy, this this is I, I'm not familiar with this one, but it's it's someone named Andy Nesbitt, and I don't even have to get past the headline on this. The fans who got tossed for heckling LeBron James need to be banned for life. Well, what do you mean? <laughs> the the fans who got into it with James should be banned for life. Like, didn't LeBron say they shouldn't even be kicked out? Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? This kind of stuff happens all the time. There was no physical altercation. No. It's not like this was the the malice in the palace. Like, this was Yeah, those fans needed to be banned. This wasn't like the Jazz fans who were yelling racial slurs at him because he would have said it immediately what at this, the end of that game. What this is is, yeah. well, look, that guy might be a Trumper, so let's ban him. That's what it looks like to me. So, to you, USA Today, once again, hey, man, f*** that. All right. Go ahead, Aaron. I'm fine in mine. Uh, so, it's Local Music Tuesday. We've been doing this for a couple of years now. But it's still, and every time when I tweet out the lineup or I put it on Facebook, about twice a year, somebody from New York or L.A. will send me a song and be like, man, this is the hottest new artist coming out of Brooklyn. You got to play this stuff on your show. I'm like, it, the, literally, when I posted, it says Houston artists, Houston bands, and we'll even and, we'll even give Beaumont and Galveston some run. Yeah, even definitely. If you want to stretch out, you know, kind of towards Austin, if you stop in Giddings, come on, that's fine. Yeah, but yeah, if you if you've got a Giddings band, we'll, we'll take it. Yeah, yeah. Bart or uh, Bastrop, cool. Sign up, Fulcher, whatever. That works, but Brooklyn. I, well, gotten, there is no sleep till. Mm. That is a true point. Yeah, I mean, you, I respect the hustle. I respect that. the gl- the grind, but also learn how to read instructions. Hey, man, f- that. I, f- I found mine. I was. I thought I'd lost it. I'm glad I had it. it, it what, what do you guys like to eat for the Super Bowl? Um, never really do anything special, but pizza or wings are always, you know. Pizza and wings is pretty standard, yeah, I would um, say. It's pretty vanilla. I usually do brisket and fajitas or something. I'm doing pulled pork, sausage, and smoked queso. Oh, you're going big time. Yeah, well, I, don't, I don't know. I, I think we're going over to my neighbors and just drinking a bunch of beer, so he always makes great foods. I'm a big wings man myself, but we have a crisis going, coming now. America is running out of chicken wings. Have you guys seen this news? No. Yep. Uh, I mean, Super Bowl is basically a chicken wing holiday. I mean, for all intents and purposes, that's what it is. And now there's a shortage, which means the price on chicken wings is going up. And I don't know how many chicken wings you guys eat in a sitting. I'm usually a somewhere between a 20 and 30 man. Ooh, I'm like a 12 guy. Aaron? Yeah, probably 12 to 14. Yeah, I'm, I'm 20 plus. 
So that can that can uh, can get costly after a while. But and they've been chicken wing prices have been high for like really kind of throughout coronavirus, but it's getting worse now. Um, but it, and it says the shortage isn't so much that producers aren't making enough wings. It's that the consumers want more and more wings to eat. So that's the problem. Uh, what's been really strange about this year, it's actually been really strong since late summer, the demand for for wings. And that's made it a bit harder for people who didn't have a plan going into the Super Bowl trying to catch up with demand. So it's basically like running out of chocolate around Valentine's Day. It's just a bad call. But if I don't have wings on Sunday, to that I'll say, hey, man, f- that. You know, if we could convince the left that wings are... <laughs> the elitist left, you mean? Y- yes, that wings are a Trump thing, then we wouldn't have a shortage. We like, can, can, like, can goya, we, like or, goya beans? One way or the other. One way or the other. Either side. If we can just convince one of them, doesn't, it doesn't matter which one. Okay. Then we'll have enough wings. Maybe we... Well, I don't want to hurt the wing business. I just, I just want to eat wings on Sunday. I'm sure you'll be fine. I, I, in fact, I bet uh, if you order from Big City, they'll have wings for you. Okay. So pretty, pretty sure I can vouch for that. Um. I think that's what we did last year. I think we ordered a bunch of wings from Big City, and then, uh, but I, I don't know what we're doing this year. I think uh, I said my neighbor's going to host, and so I'm going to bring uh, bring that good golly Miss Molly over for us to to split and uh, watch some football. There so, you go. Yeah, same crew I always hang out with. So you know, but I, I he's a pretty good cook, so he'll have food. Uh, so what, what's the uh, bet on this one, Mister Hoffman? Well, this is still Michigan State. I've got minus nine. Oh, okay. They were down 11. They've made a furious comeback. Uh, Michigan State's terrible. They're playing like the game of the year right now. Uh, Iowa should just be having their way. Like, they've got no answer for Garza. Michigan State shouldn't. It's crazy because Michigan State, Duke, North Carolina, Kentucky, who are probably – that's probably – well, maybe Kansas would be in there. Yeah, I I think Kansas – The the last – 20 years, the most successful programs. Kansas is probably the uh, the one that I'm leaving out. But in, in, I don't know if Indiana counts anymore. No, they don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're considered blue blood right now. But mm-hmm. all four of those teams might miss the tournament, which is pretty crazy to think about. Duke and North Carolina are going to play an unranked matchup for the first time since the 80s on Saturday. What are the, what are the ESPN basketball heads going to talk about if there's well, no Well, they're Duke? still going to show it, certainly. Duke lost last night to a Miami team that has, like, three scholarship players right now. It was embarrassing. I mean, they're, they're a mess. And I think Mike Krzyzewski, like, Mike Krzyzewski such a, he's such a, a, I don't know if I can see, even say the word. He's an unpleasant person. <laughs> uh, but when he's losing, he's the worst. Yeah. And he you, he's just so salty right now. It's it's beautiful, honestly. If you're not, I mean, I'm sure. That's the thing about Duke. Like, you're either a Duke fan or you hate Duke. Most people hate Duke. So it's kind of nice to see him just, like, squirming at all these press conferences not knowing what to do. I'm for it. Yeah, I, I'm kind of in the I don't like Duke camp either, mainly because I don't like – I think Krzyzewski's kind of a pickle rick. All right. That's going to wrap it up. Aaron, good job today. Shout out to all the local musicians. Who uh, whose music was on the on the show? And again, we we'll take Galveston, we'll take Beaumont, Just hit Aaron up. No New York, except these guys. They're okay. <laughs>
All right, good job today, Hoffman. We will uh, do it again tomorrow. Till then, stay sporty, bitches. SPS 97.5.